Hello and welcome to Coffee with a Homeschool Mom. I'm Heidi Larson. This episode was a treat. I got to sit down with husband and wife, Bobby and Tiffany. So we should actually change the name of this episode to Coffee with Homeschool Parents. Bobby was homeschooled in the early 90s, and I wanted to get his perspective on that and now being a homeschool dad. The three of us have a great conversation, and we laugh together at a lot of silly things. I could have edited more of that kind of nonsense out because this episode got to be so long, but I didn't want you to miss out on all the joy and the silliness, and I wanted it to feel like you had been there with your own cup laughing with us. We laughed a lot, and it was a fun conversation to have. There is a small reference to the saying on my shirt, and I will post a picture of that shirt on Coffee with a Homeschool Mom social pages. For now, I'll just say my thoughts always seem to come out as facial expressions. (laughs) And I apologize for the background noise of our children that you will hear, but that's what happens when six teenagers play games together. It can get kind of rowdy. You can look at the show notes for a list of some of the topics that we cover. And remember, it's always meant to encourage you. So with that, grab your favorite cup and listen in as I have coffee with homeschool parents. Why don't we start with, um, because I know, Bobby, that you were homeschooled through part of your high school education or all of it. Depends on how you look at that. All of it. All of it, with the exception of the fact of uh, my final year, uh, I did PSEO. So, and I went on site for that, but that was out of college. So. <laughs> you, oh, okay, I get to edit all that out, too. <laughs> Usually, on-site is at a college, unless you're doing your own. Well, you could do PSEO from home. Yeah, but you said it was on-site. Yeah, that's true. At a college. Yeah. Move on. (laughs) (laughs) This is not going to go well. Uh, I'm here for you. (laughs) I thought you were talking about kindergarten. I forgot about that. She said high school, though. They said all the years or part of your high school. Because kindergarten. High school. There's the word. Because I thought you went to school, public school at high school, but you just played sports. I just played sports. Interesting. So you have three sisters, right? Mm -hmm. Were your sisters homeschooled as well? Mm -hmm. And your parents decided to do that because, I mean, at that, was it common at that time? No. Tiffany, you weren't. I wasn't. No, it was, it was, we were still pretty much at the, the beginning of probably homeschooling coming around. And it was still very much in the fact of, well, if you're homeschooling, you're a super weird family. Um, and we did know some other homeschooling families. And some of those we even said were super weird families. Uh, <laughs> uh, so it was, no, yeah, it was it was new. It, there wasn't a lot of us that were around. Do you know why your parents decided to do that? <clears throat> it really started with uh, some curriculum that the elementary schools were bringing into the schools at the time uh, that they really disagreed with um, and just felt like um, 
that private school wasn't really an option for us. So we really only had one other choice. Um, if we weren't going to be sitting under the tutelage of the new uh, curriculum that was being brought in, then we would need to homeschool. Um, and in fact, uh, they were asked not to homeschool us uh, by the principal um, because they uh, needed children like my parents is how they worded it in the school system to um, help be a positive role model. Um, huh. and so we always had a great relationship with the principal of the elementary school. Um, but mom and dad took a stance on, and eventually it wasn't maybe two years that curriculum lasted in the school system before it was tossed out. Um, but then we continued to homeschool. They, and they asked us every year, like, do you want to go back to public school system? Cause Stace was, my oldest sister was sixth grade. Uh, when we started homeschooling. Okay. So they had a few years of public school in the elementary. I just had kindergarten. Um, and then we homeschooled. Hmm. And did your sisters go back to public school? They all said every year they said, no, we just keep yep. doing that. So we all went through high school and um, homeschooling. So in Minnesota, the it was illegal to homeschool until 1987 became legal. So you're a few years after mm -hmm. After that. We started in 19... early 1990s. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what year exactly that was, but yeah, somewhere in the early 1990s. So we were still on the fresh side of it being yeah. allowed. Yeah, yeah. Did you have a curriculum you used to it we bounced around a little bit uh, but for the most part it was either um was it christian liberty or alpha omega and abeka and abeka um and then saxon for math, math most of the time not always but predominantly saxon math mm -hmm. um and then i don't know if we could say one was the dominant one over the other i feel like we bounced quite a bit over the years between those. Depending on what worked and what child it was, I'm, I'm assuming. Uh, some of that, some of it was what was given. Uh, you oh. know, if you get it from somebody else. Um, and so we did a little bit of trading with some other homeschool families. Um, and part of it was, well, that's not working real great or we didn't really like how it was working. And I don't know if mom always necessarily thought of it as per the student, but I think sometimes it it was just not realizing it quite to that degree. Yeah. Um, for that, the family. Yeah. You know, it didn't work for mom. Mm -hmm. Can't take this anymore <laughs> or whatever, you know. So it's worked better for her. Yep. Your parents gave you guys the option every year mm -hmm. to be public school or homeschool. Mm -hmm. That was your options. Uh, so do you remember why you said homeschool every year? You know, it almost became almost like this, well, why would I uh, do anything different? Um, and I think we liked the freedom that we had. Um, you know, we weren't locked in a classroom all day. We saw ultimately what other students were doing. And like, that didn't sound like a lot of fun. <laughs> um, like, wait a minute, you're actually in school from like 8 a.m. until like 3? Why would you do that? Um, and so uh, I think that had a lot to do with it is we just didn't really see a need to go sit in a classroom. We we liked being able to be at home, do our schoolwork, um, and then kind of get on with life, Yeah, uh, if you will. The school is not life. I think that's what my kids have decided. There is a point when my kids were 
um, I think my daughter was like maybe third, fourth grade and she wanted to go to school and I made the decision, no, that's not, not what we're going to do. And now I, I think they would decide, let's just, we've done it this long. We might as well mm -hmm. keep doing it. And, uh, I don't give them the choice. <laughs> that's just what we do. We have given our kids the option. We've talked about it for a little bit. We even talked about private school. Mm -hmm. And there's only two of them that wanted to, two out of the four. That were, that would seriously that were like considering, considering it. it. But otherwise, it's like I can just get my schoolwork done before lunch and do other or, things. Or do it when I want to. And so if it's I want to wait until later or. Why do, why not? Yeah. <laughs> They did seriously could think about it. But one of the things that did hold them back too was the wait a minute, so I'd be there like what time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you have to get up in the morning. Yeah. Then I get and home then, when? And when do I get home? That's like all day. Right. Uh -huh. That's how that works. Uh, in in normal school world. Yeah. Um, that's not necessarily how we do it here, but uh And they have to. I mean a public right. school or a private school, or whatever, they have to Right, have that schedule. There, there isn't kids. really any other way to do it. No, um, and I've thought about that many times. I'm like, the reality is, um, I don't know how you could change that up. Mm -hmm. um, even if they did try to run shorter, the reality is our society actually wouldn't be able to handle it. Um, so that's just the way it is. Yeah, it's uh, let's go on there because that's a whole other conversation. Mm -hmm. We don't have enough time for that. No, we're not going to fix our society at the moment in 15 minutes <laughs> <laughs> or a couple hours. Yeah. Um, do you have any like regrets from being homeschooled? No, I don't think you're actually, I think, uh, had I been public schooled or even, even a private school, um, like my life would have looked a lot different um, and not for the better. Um, you know, I just think about the one year that I was in public school. Um, I didn't start them. I'll just, let's preface this, but the amount of fights that I was in in that first year in kindergarten. In kindergarten? <laughs> now granted, that, it was, That's the one year he's talking about. It, it was all kids that were older than me. I was me. thinking PSEO. Like, no, no. Give me credit. Kindergarten. Like I just think about that, like that was my starting foundation, right? And um, the third graders were rough, man. I just had to teach them a lesson. Uh, <laughs> I wish that was a joke, but it was true. <laughs> um, I was a big kid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the third graders. The third graders picking a fight with kindergartners. Yeah, but I think they thought they were going to win. <laughs> I can just see them like at lunch. Hey, I told you about that whiner. <laughs> Come on, you can take them. <laughs> no, you can't. Nope. No. I, I think, actually, I didn't get in trouble for any of those. Um, that was the odd thing. I had my name on the board a lot, but it wasn't for fighting. <laughs> uh, wait. Wait. Was that in your kindergarten or was that in kindergarten? Oh, I don't know if your mom put your name on the board. She probably should have. But no, I think about that. And I just think through, like, I think it gave me a better grounding, um, you know, both spiritually um, and um, I think just a lot to of have a handle with life. 
Um, I think a lot of that had to do with also your mom. She was a new believer at that time, a young believer young at believer. that time. And so then she was really wanting to get the kids a foundation. I mean, she didn't have that growing up. She mm-hmm. was she grew up in a non-Christian home. And so she, mm-hmm. I think it was one of those things that was really on her heart to, pet, to have her kids grow up with a solid foundation. Mm-hmm. And that's what we got. Um, and it allowed us to um, truly drive home what we believe um, as far as and take ownership of that. It wasn't necessarily indoctrination, which sometimes can be considered for homeschooling. Um, but ultimately, we make our own decisions. Um, and if we didn't truly believe what we believe, the second you graduate, go do what you want. Um, and I think it speaks to the fact that all of us have, you know, yeah, we didn't necessarily walk a perfect path, um, but still have been, you know, there's three out of the four of us that are actively involved in ministry. Um, and um, not that you have to go that route, um, but it's just been interesting to see it. I think that it speaks for itself as far as what it allowed us to do. And we were still actively involved in our case within sports and youth groups. And, um, you know, all of us played I played two sports. Um, actually, I think I was the only two sporter. The others only played one. Nikki did. Nikki's, Nikki's just track. She's boring. Um, I don't see the point of running around in a circle. I don't either. I don't see the point of running. Well, I would agree with you. Um, unless it's after, like, to tackle somebody, then I'm okay with that. There has to be a point for running. I don't. Yeah. There usually isn't one. The finish line was not enough of a point for me. No. Um, I wasn't it. So I was a three-sporter at one point in time, but I dropped track because they made me do running sports. Um, if I could do all field sports. There's field sports too, you know. Yeah, There's, I know. I'm just surprised that they made you run. We didn't have enough people. Okay. Sorry. I'm just... Small school. Okay. Small school. Okay. Otherwise, shot put and discus, that was my thing. I would have loved to just continue to do that, but... Usually they separate, they segregate those. You're yeah. a runner, you're a runner, and they don't make you throw a javelin. You know, if you jump, then you jump. You don't. Small school. Oh, cool. You have to have so many people in, in so many events, otherwise you can't be there. We had a small school. There was only like 13 in my graduating class. That is small. That Did is... you have a track? Yes, but we co-opted. No, we didn't have a track. No, we didn't have it. You mean like an actual yeah, to run like a no, track. we had to go to other things. Like we had track and field, that was an option. But I was only in it in seventh grade, and I think I would have been fast enough, or if I would have kept on it, I think I would have been okay in it. But my dad had stock in LA Gear, and so I had to have LA Gear shoes. LA Gear didn't make track shoes at that time, nor do they, to my knowledge, make it now. <laughs> they make high top heavy shoes so that's i was the only one with high top running like (laughs) like a bear was chasing me (laughs) might be a couple seconds off your time on that clomping along in high top shoes yeah Mm -hmm. trying to do the 400 and that that's an ungodly race (laughs) the only one worse is the 800 (laughs) yeah and then sports is just not my i don't have enough coordination or grace for that. Hmm. 
So that's fine. My husband does. He, you know, he makes it look easy. And my attempt and like try really hard still looks maybe just go sit on the sidelines, you know, like I can cheer you on from that's my spot. That's okay. You need fans too. Yeah, you know, other people have to watch, otherwise why play? If it's not hmm. Mm. Mm. (laughs) we'll just leave that Mm. let that lie. Uh-huh. So, Bobby, you played sports 7th through 12th or 7th through junior year. Yep. Do you, do your kids play sports in the public school now? They don't. Um, they wanted to uh, years ago, early on, but now it's kind of this mindset of, well, we waited too long, and so now we don't yeah. want to. Um it was one of those things where club sports were really big. Were huge. And it was just a lot of money. Yeah, especially where we were living. I mean, you pretty much didn't, there wasn't a lot of people that played for the public school per se. It was a lot of club sports, which then you paid through the nose to be on these traveling teams and all these different things. And, and traveled. Mm-hmm. And traveled. Not just to be, you paid through the nose to be part of it and all of that. And then traveled. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, like over there for hockey, as an example, it is not uncommon for people to pay like 20 grand a year for the child to play hockey. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just one of those things that it just didn't really work for us in where we were at. And um, so they wanted to originally, and they had ideas of sports they wanted to play, basketball being one of them. Soccer was, Soccer was another big one. Um, and it just, it never worked out. And I don't know if they have any regrets in that regard. I do sometimes a little bit. Um, I think there was a time, but I feel like now they're like, we definitely don't want to start something because they feel like they're too old for it. Yeah. Uh, but when everybody's starting in fourth grade, you know, it's just, it's hard to compete with. Um, you know, back when I was younger, Starting in seventh grade or eighth grade was not an uncommon thing. Mm-hmm. And even seeing some, a few people start in high school and start playing sports was not uncommon. But now, you know, if you're going to make it pro, you got to start when you're elementary, elementary, early elementary. Yeah, we'll just do the quick, uh, quick math here and remind us how many people make it pro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a very small percentage as far as that actually makes it in. Yes. Um, but everybody's going to make it. Um, is the mindset going in. Right. Mm-hmm. So, which, so yeah, so I played, um, and I think it was very beneficial that I did. Uh, those sports ended up being more probably idle than it should have been in my life growing up. Um, could have been good for our kids possibly, but I don't necessarily think it's the end of the world that they didn't play either. Um, it's okay. I hear people who played sports or they are athletic that well, all the lessons that you can learn mm-hmm. playing sports, and there are a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Playing as a team, not letting other people down, being there for your teammate, and uh, all the other lessons. Um, our kids participate in in sports, um, but I think there's other ways to learn that. That's yep. my personal. 
There um, is. And I think a lot of those lessons uh, are getting lost now with the way the current climate of sports are, uh, where it's very self-focused. Um, it's really about your own performance, not necessarily your team's performance. Um, and that team unity, teamwork, uh, good sportsmanship, things of that nature have, uh, have gone out the window quite a bit um, in today's sports society um, that I don't think they're as beneficial as they once were in teaching some of those areas. Hmm. And as I've watched my nephews and stuff grow up and go through and play sports and hearing just some of the stories, you're like, yeah, it's, it's a different world. Um, and they're homeschooled. Well, where okay. some of them are homeschooled, some are private schooled. Um, and just watching that experience for them, it's a different climate than it was. That's what I was going to ask. So did your sisters homeschool their children? So yeah, so two of them technically did. Um, and then they moved into, one of them moved into like a hybrid situation. And now they're, and now they're public school. Public school. Uh, one is homeschooled predominantly all the way through. Um, then the other ones, they were, I think, always private always schools. Private school. yeah. Well, I think there's a little public school at the very beginning. But predominantly private schooled. Hmm. I just, I like to, okay, so you were homeschooled, now what are you doing? Or I just like to hear the stories. And some of it has to do with um, life. Life. Yeah, I dictated a lot of it for them. Usually that's what happens life dictates things yep. i've asked my kids you know if they i'd be a little sad if they don't homeschool just because knowing the culture that we live in mm -hmm. um and some of them like yeah i'd given an option or you know thought or and some of them are like no way i'm not doing that you know just they have different ideas but i remember being junior senior and thinking um i'm gonna be a stay-at-home mom no there's no way i'm doing that and then yeah not only are you going to be a stay-at-home mom Heidi, you're also going to homeschool all three of your children so buckle up <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you just never really fully know. We make we make plans or we have these ideas of what we think it's going to look like. But uh, it's amazing when the time comes, kind of what ultimately happens. Um, and I don't know that I really thought one way or the other for myself, like what would I do with my own children per se. But when we because it wasn't talking, until our oldest was about to enter kindergarten that we made the decision that we really buckled down. Okay, what are we? What are we going to do? Um, and at that time, work schedule wise, it made a lot of sense to homeschool too. It wasn't just because of the climate of the public school system. Um, and yeah, we could have looked at private school that we or really couldn't, school. or a charter school or something of that nature. Couldn't afford private really. Um, but my work schedule, the way it was made sense to homeschool. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we tailored their homeschooling schedule to my work schedule. Uh, which worked really well. Mm -hmm. Do you think it helped you make the decision though? Uh, Tiffany, I know you were public school the whole way through. Um, that's why I wasn't asking you a homeschool story. <laughs> <laughs> Not to exclude you or ignore you. But do you think it made it interesting? Or, mm -hmm. 
do you think it made it easier? Probably interesting too. <laughs> to make that decision then to homeschool your kids knowing that well if bobby did it it you know probably do it i don't really know how to take that at the moment <laughs> why you gotta be like dinner. <laughs> no <laughs> no but you know like somebody has gone before you and well and talking to my mother-in-law about homeschooling and what it was about too and you know her perspective too and so that kind of helped Let's make the decision to where it was like, oh, this will be fine, you know, and kind of feeling that's where God was wanting us and and um, remembering that God equips you for what he's calling you to do kind of thing. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't call the equipped, he equips the call. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Wish I would have been a little bit more equipped. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we all feel that way sometimes. But good growth happens I, from that too. As I always being... tell the kids, I'm learning with you guys. Yeah. Even though I went through school, but I'm learning again. <laughs> That's why I homeschool, just so I have a better education. Like, <laughs> one of the reasons for homeschool is so that I can complete my education. Yeah, because at 16, did I care about World War II? No, mm -hmm. not. I couldn't tell you which was the Axis powers and who was on the ally side. I mean, really, that couldn't keep them straight in my head. But mm -hmm. I got it now. <laughs> but it had to come back around. <laughs> I got them now. Yeah. And I heard of somebody else where they had just given them, like, a library card, subscription to National Geographic, maybe a math curriculum, and, like, letters to write. And that was their school. Mm. And now they're like, you know, lawyers and doctors and blah, 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 blah. So I'm, I think them, I think our kids will be okay. Yeah. I call it the great experiment. Mm -hmm. It works. Mm -hmm. We'll see. I mean, they seem okay. To some degree. Just, um, I'm sorry. I, uh, <laughs> no sentences together. They seem okay. They seem okay. To some degree. <laughs> yeah. That maybe I should have paused longer between those two, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but it's not untrue. <laughs> yeah. you, you know my children. They seem okay. To some degree. <laughs> That's staying in there. What I was thinking, what was in my head, um, you know, I get to think it even like, you know, some of the things that we don't grasp when we're in um, high school or whatever, and, you know, language arts was one of the things that I absolutely detested. Um, pretty much if it wasn't math, I probably detested it. Um, and I got to college, and this is not even in PSEO, though that helped a little bit, but really when I actually uh, went off to school, um, is probably when the language arts side of the world started to click more. And I started to understand like, you know, verbs and adverbs and adjectives and like sentence structures. Your mom said that you wrote beautiful papers. She loved reading his papers in college because it's like, you did a really good job. 
you know, uh, <laughs> it, and it was just, it finally clicked for me. And yeah. part of it, I'll be honest, it sounds stupid. And, but, uh, you know, each kid, this I think shows the learning difference of, of children. Uh, I learned to spell by um, spell correct, spell check in, in Word. Um, oh. And that's where it finally started to click. I was like, oh, and it's visual is what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, that's how that's spelled. Okay. And then it spelled right from then on. But for whatever reason, my brain was then clicking when it came to the grammar side of the world. Uh, not that I'm perfect now, um, but I was leaps and bounds ahead of from where I was in high school where I didn't really fully understand it. Uh, and I hated it. And that was part of the problem. Uh, maybe college too. Um, I didn't really have a choice. I probably finally was like, okay, you know, I'll figure this thing out now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it worked. And so that's how I was with math. I not good at math, not good at science. I was on the language arts. I could do that part, but cause that was like rules for me. Like I could follow those rules, but math, I couldn't, I, I mean, I remember fourth grade having problems with word problems oh. and not being able to understand but now, like having to teach it now, oh, that's why we do what we do. Oh, I think it was maybe pre-algebra. I was, we were going through and I don't know, I can tell you where to, I can tell you like the, um, you know, when you divide fractions, you're just supposed to flip them and then mm-hmm. multiply across. Yep. But they, uh, the math curriculum we chose was teaching why you do that and I'm like oh now I know that's why they do that and that was never or if it was taught I was gone that day or space cadet it out I don't know but oh it made sense now because I thought I think because I was in a different headspace or I was Mm -hmm. able to learn math yeah Mm -hmm. and now I'm able to learn history (laughs) (laughs) look at how far you've come I know (laughs) I think I'm gonna graduate with when my youngest graduates, I'm going to like wear the cap and gown. And... You're like, I've earned this. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't get one. No. <laughs> no, you. no, none of my kids are getting the cap and gown. They're not doing that route. That's whatever. If you want to do that, that's fine. Um, we're not doing that, but I, I might will. wear the cap and gown. Right. Yeah. Third time. I right. this. Right. My sister got the cap and gown. We actually did a homeschool graduation for her. None of the rest of us got it. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he's not like, bitter. Uh, just saying. Um, but I got my... I, I Stacy. Oh, your oldest. Your oldest, mm-hmm. of course. That makes sense. Um, and then the rest of us apparently weren't important enough for everybody. <laughs> um, nope. But that's okay. I made my own. Uh, well, he, so he when did... I did... When I did PSEO, I did a one-year program through the tech school. And so then you graduated from the program. And so I got to like walk the aisle and cap and gown and the whole so thing. Senior year. And so my senior year. He got a one year business degree from the tech school from the tech school. No. And then expanded upon that later and it was great. So it wasn't a hard decision then to homeschool Mm-mm. your own kids. I think it's a natural decision. Yep. Just about. It was just kind of like the Natural progression. It wasn't with us. It was a hard decision. Hmm. So I'm glad we did it, but it was a hard one. And for years. It's not an easy process. 
No. Not for the faint of heart, if you will. No. Parenting isn't either. No. no. Have kids, they said. It'll be fun, they mm-hmm. said. It is when there's grandkids, I think. They I keep know. saying that. So I know. I'm kind of excited. I keep waiting. My parents are fun. like, oh, it's way better now. So, mm-hmm. you know, 20 some odd grandkids and counting. And so they say it's great. I have a sign for my mom that I gave her that says, if I would have known that grandkids were this much fun, I would have had them first. <laughs> <laughs> Was that nothing? <laughs> Not sure how that went for Adopt grandkids and then have children, maybe. I don't know. Uh, you think about that for a while. Yeah. It kind of hurts my head a little bit. Okay. <laughs> So what kind of curriculum do you use now with the kids? We use Alpha Omega. We have used Alpha Omega, Alpha Omega for all the years, but we've used their different curriculums within it. So we started off with Life Pack. Okay. And then Alpha we, Omega is the the parent company. Okay. And so then we started with Life Pack. And then we moved to um, switched on schoolhouse and now we're on monarch can if at your kid's age can they still choose switched on schoolhouse or life pack it's just that you've chosen monarch or is it age so uh life pack is all workbooks okay and um switched on schoolhouse they they had a massive that's a computer program and that starts at third grade Oh, okay. And so then, but then as we were buying those, and then they had a big update and it didn't work with their old stuff. So we used to be able to use the same curriculum for all four kids. But then with this update, the curriculum didn't work anymore. It was a programming thing with Adobe. With Windows? Or Windows, basically. They were no longer compatible. Um, And so we're like, well, now we do. And then so we went to Monarch, which is online. Okay. And, and so you could could they still be in the workbooks? Yes. Sure. Um, I like the online because then it grades eighty percent of their work, and so I only have to grade the stuff that they write. Oh. And then it keeps all their scoring scores and everything there. Does it do a transcript as well? Um, I, I think it, it does. Yes. I haven't looked into it yet. I think it does. I think that's part of it. If I remember correctly, yeah. Or it'd be very easy to create one from it, yeah. if if not. I would do that, considering your daughter's age, your oldest daughter. <laughs> She's a junior. Yeah, do that now. She literally is going to be a senior this year. Yeah, this fall. In the fall. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird feeling. No, the senior year is a, is a weird mom moment. I don't mm-hmm. know. Weird. Weird things like come out of your eyes. Wet things come out of your eyes for no reason. Oh, it's like weird wet things come out of your eyes for no reason. Anyway, even yeah, yeah. I just remember that, and no one like talks about it. No one, uh, no one, no one talks about weird mom moments in that kids' years. I don't know. And everyone else is just like, yeah, it happens, and keep moving on. Okay, but can we? <laughs> it's kind of dramatic at our house. No one cares. 
Yeah, anyway, that's that. Uh, we better include somewhere in here your kids' age, how many you have, and <laughs> just for reference. We have some. You have, have some and not others. Yeah, extras. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start that one again. <laughs> do you ever tell kids? Do you ever tell other people or your children? Yeah, we had some other ones, but we lost them. There were six well, of you, but there well, was only three. We, we have Mikey. Mikey. Because so our kids every day they get a glass and then it stays on the counter. Then sometimes magically there's a fifth cup. I'm like, is Mikey back? <laughs> <laughs> Specifically, Titan and Haley, they forget who's, who, which, which one, one is there, so they grab a new one, and then they, they then, <laughs> and so then, Mikey, that's our... He does a lot of things. Mikey. Right. Nobody knows. And... Had to have been Mikey, because it wasn't anybody else. That's interesting. Yeah. I've always been quite fascinated. <laughs> The girls were actually trying to convince Titan, uh, how many years ago was this? Oh, quite a few. That there was another child. Like days, they went on just trying to just convince him. Or Titan. Yeah. 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 Three the sisters is a hard life. <laughs> I speak from personal experience. <laughs> Didn't realize that until now that that was a repeat. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. fun. So do your sisters like tell your your girls do this to do this to yourself do this to not that I know of but no. it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> um, try this. They're always like we just taught him you now how he's supposed to you know treat his future wife. I'm like no, that's <laughs> your wife is like um done <laughs> better yeah like. <laughs> Maybe mention this a time or two. You get an F as teachers. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I, I had quite the life growing up. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Only boy, three other sisters. Oh, wow. I'm the baby of the family. And yeah. Yeah. I think dad, dad had gone a lot. Dad gone a lot. Um, Traveling salesman. So. So I, I sympathize with Ty. With who? Ty, my oh, son. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I sympathize with Ty. Like... <laughs> Hence the question to uh, explanation more on that one. <laughs> Harry. <laughs> You're regretting this more and more. Yeah, this is going to be hard to edit. That's how I'm going to regret it. I might just leave it all in there. It's like, this is, it is what it is. Like sometimes this is what happens. Take the nuggets when you can. Yeah. Just laugh about the rest. Like, good luck. I don't know. Fast <laughs> forward a little. Press play. Hopefully hit a good spot. You could, you could do like what they do on YouTube now. And like they have markers of like pivotal moments within their video. <laughs> Like these are the good stuff, and you know, if you want to listen to the stuff in between, go for it. I can't figure out Instagram, so I'm not gonna to figure out that. <laughs> Do you know what I, mean? no. I don't know. 
I just thought that like came up automatically on YouTube. I have no idea how that happens. <laughs> I don't need to. It's magic. Magic. I like it. It's divine appointment. That's what that is. I'm going to let that go. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen your face again that time. That was good. That was good. There's so many avenues. I could have gone there. I know. Just... That's good. All right. Let's start that one again. <laughs> For reference purpose, how many children do you have? We have ages. We have four kids, um, three girls and then a boy. So 17, 16, 14, and 13. Mm -hmm. Do you have any kids that you've got to be like, you have, yep, today is another day. We have to get this, this homework done. Or, yep. I had one that, Every day was like we had to be reminded of rules and schedule. I'm like, no, we do it the same thing every day, like we've been doing every day. He oh, he needed to be on a schedule. Like, I wasn't not listening to his inner self or whatever. I he needed a schedule, and he worked best on a schedule. Yeah, but. Because we don't have a schedule. Um, it's just, yeah. I, I, I used to more of like at this time you're starting, but that never really worked. Oh, well. yeah, we don't do that part. And so it was more just when the kids wake up, they do it. But the school but work's laid out with the schedule. The older they've gotten, the more, even more independent they've been. And so now my youngest, when it's time for school and we have to remember you need to do so much. And so... Cause it's all laid out throughout the whole year and what to do for each day. Um, and so just the reminders and the check-ins because otherwise he will happily not do it all. And then that just compounds every day. And so then we get behind, even though we don't necessarily, you know, have to do everything, but we need to have a goal every day. And so, he needs a goal. So he like needs where a goal. You're... This is this is your expectations, and so if you have an extra project with that, um, an extra thing to do, then we need to set a deadline, and because otherwise it won't get done. Because okay. he's probably going to work on it the last day of the deadline, the last mm -hmm. two days of the deadline, because that's just how he functions. Mm -hmm. um, but then, um, and you don't like. <laughs> We cannot push this uh, back. To... I don't know. We are very big procrastinators. Yeah. So depends on what it is. I don't know. A lot of things. I mean, I, I I like to be organized and planned out and work ahead, but sometimes it's pushing it to the end, and I really get it done well. Well, things 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 happen better closer to the deadline. Yeah. yeah. Best work is done five minutes before it. Man. Anyway. Except for kids, their schoolwork is not the no. best when they're no no. And so, because we've had to, like, so we've had two kids where we've had to have more deadlines and I've had to check in even more where the other two are, they'll, they just keep going. And then Self one going. even is like, I'm going to, I'm going to work ahead mm -hmm. because I want to have extra time. And so it's just kind of fascinating how they all function differently. It's interesting to see it. Mm -hmm. I have two as well that they can 
the two right now. They can do their thing, and yeah, I, I'll check in. Like, uh, you need to go back and do that a little bit better, you know. Um, but the other one was, oh, okay, what are you doing now? Oh, okay, let's, you know, more more hand holding on that one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, how do you get them to do then those ones that you have to have goals? Did the goals help? How did you... You know what I'm trying to say? I think I do. Um, I don't know. Do you have they have advice for that, maybe, is what mm, the. I don't know. <laughs> to motivate? Mm -hmm. I mean, the goals are part of it, is, is, it's... is part of it, because part of the issue was like the projects weren't necessarily required in order to do your schoolwork. So it's extra. Mm. Um, so setting that expectation now that you know, the projects are going to be done. So it is a part of your schoolwork. Mm -hmm. And framing that, well, that helped. Otherwise, it's just giving busy work. Yep. And um, that, that's really huge in our house. So our kids easily yeah. notice, well, why do I have to do all of that? Like, what's it's the like, point? Well, this is to kind of help enforce what you've been already learning. Yeah. And trying to remind them. And then setting the time frame, too, though, was the other thing I think was part of the motivator. It was, oh, I don't have a time frame. Well, then, you know, it'll get done when it gets done, if it gets done. Well, uh, but when then, you put the time frame in there, now it's like, oh, well, now. Now I have my my parameters, my box to work within. Or even for me, as a, as the teacher, realizing that just because all of this stuff that the school uh, that the curriculum has given to the child, it doesn't all have to be done. Okay. We don't have to do it everything, um, and being okay with that because I'm very much well just go in order and get it all done. But there are like some extra projects that we don't have to do that. And they will be okay. And me realizing that that's okay. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's a lot of, well, that's where we, we both, we all learned together what was, what's best. Mm -hmm. But because it wasn't hard, it, the kids do the work. And then where I'm not on top of them, there's just some days where I'm more reminding, remember, you also have this to do. And so. Um, yep. But I think it's it's the understanding of expectations. Mm -hmm. um, I think having parameters. I think it was like for our youngest, too loose is not good. Um, mm -hmm. There needs to be some kind of guide rails there to here's the parameters, here's where we're at, and without them, eh, it's just chaos. Mm -hmm. um, and so having that, it's like, oh, well, I guess now if that's what it is, okay, well then we march forward, not necessarily happily, <laughs> but. We march forward. <laughs> I wondered that about that curriculum. Can you like choose, okay, this assignment you don't have to do mm -hmm. or maybe those extra. Yes. Okay. They have some extra things even that I could assign that are optional and extra projects and stuff. Or sometimes I change what the project is. You know, sometimes it's, do I have to write 500 words on this? And sometimes it's no. You don't have to, but can you please do the best that you can? Mm -hmm. um, okay. So there's that kind of thing too. Just that's nice. Me Ad being okay because sometimes it's just it's easier just say just do it, do it all, do exactly what it says. And yeah. Unfortunately, I think they did take after me a little bit. Um, too much. <laughs> I am a massive hater of busy work. Oh. 
And so uh, if you're giving me something and I'm like, and I don't understand why I'm doing it, I'm like, there's no point to this. Like, this is just to keep me busy until you figure out what you actually need to teach me or do. So um, that's not like a bad thing. I'm just giving you stuff just to keep you busy and enter, you know. No, that makes me crabby. And so, but like, so even math though, you know, why do I have to learn this? Why do I have to do it this way? Well, because these are building blocks. Mm -hmm. and, you have, and I don't know how many times I had gave that speech to all the kids. These are building blocks. So if you can do it when it's easier, you can do it when it's harder. Or And I had the question growing up, why do I have to write it out? I'm like, why can't I just write the answer? And come up with an answer to the question? No, it was right. I just didn't no, have no, to no. write it out. Oh, why? Uh, no, mom could never really. You want to make sure that you know how to do it. Is the answer right? Yeah, yep. I did hear a good answer to that because there was a kid who, not my mom, um, what was the said, answer? because then when it got to harder math, being able to write it out so that they could follow back and like, here's where See, you made the mistake. Building Which blocks, is true. You know, but still. I just never got to that point. Never got to that level of math. <sighs> Me neither. Where, <laughs> where I needed to track it back. and He still it. could do it all in his head. I could still just do it in my head. And so then... I have a son who can do things in his head Rather well, pretty actually. well. And so then he, the same question, not because that's what he heard his dad say. But no, but it very much was along that lines of if I've got the right answer, why am I wasting my time writing this out? Uh, now, and the reality was um, I wouldn't know how to write it out either because I wouldn't necessarily be doing it in my head the way that they're teaching you how to write it out. Um, my answers were correct. I just didn't necessarily follow the same process. Um, and I don't even know if I could necessarily say what the process was. It's just, that's the answer. Mm -hmm. um, and so when you I go back and say, well, this is this and this and this, you just like, well, that's, that's it. Right. That's the end result. Huh. Um, so, and those are difficult, you know, things to have to work through sometimes of, because it looks like busy work to those of us that don't understand the process, maybe. Oh, well, we're not big fans of busy work here at our house either. Usually, I mean, if it's a math worksheet, do I have to do all of this? You have to do this side or these two columns. And if you get all of that right, then you don't have to do the rest of them. Sweet. Mm -hmm. Okay. But mm -hmm. you do have to prove that you can, can do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's been one of the questions. Like, uh, how do you keep kids motivated to to do it? And it's hard if you're not self-driven. You know, I mean, there needs to be a point of yeah. why am I like even the sitting the kids down and in the high school and saying you're 16 by law you don't have to come back. Like, why am I here? I mean, there has to be a purpose, right? You know. I mean, you could apply that to anything. I'm not yeah. entirely sure I would have stayed in. Other than by my parents telling me I'm going. Oh, yeah. But I by would. choice, I would have been like, school is stupid, so I'm moving on. Like, <laughs> like oh. that's where I would have been. Yeah. Um, my daughter would have been like, would be like that. You mean what? So please don't tell my children. <laughs> <laughs> as far as I know, that's not the law in Minnesota. I think it is. I think it is too, but I haven't verified that, though. So. Okay. I was just trying to think of good motivator. I don't know, but I think a lot of it to do with school with the kids and just reminding them why we're doing what we do. And, you know, we want 
this is, you know, helping the kids learn how to learn. And this is, you know, so that in the future they know, you know, they can better learn. Because some of it's like it teaches problem solving skills. Um, it teaches them how to, to some degree, equips them for the future in life and what they want to do or be able to function as a human being in society. Some of that is there. Um, when it comes from the biblical side of it, it's giving them additional grounding in, in what they believe or maybe not because um, they ultimately have to make that decision on what they believe. And so uh, this is giving them that frame of reference. Um, and so we explain the why more from a practical standpoint, probably. Um, we have more conversations and, you know, because we want to hear them out, but then we also want to explain, you know, why we do what we do. And um, I don't know. I, I feel like that help, that has helped our kids in being motivated and doing the schoolwork. And, I think or, ultimately, too, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge proponent of set the expectations when they were young. Um, you know, it, it, it wasn't a negotiation between us and them on what they were going to do. No, they um, just... The expectation was this is the work you're going to do, and so you're going to go do that. Um, yeah. And I think that's what's helped us now is setting that expectation early on in their in their schooling of this is just the way it is. And so there's less questions about it and less, less fights on it, uh, or at least in our case. Yeah, um, because every kid is different and, you know, and so, but I don't know. I feel like we've, we have a lot of good open conversations about things and, mm -hmm. you know, and well, talking about life outside of, you know, here and, and there was times it boils down to you because this is just the way it is. Um, but some of it is in the future, especially math. Um, yeah, you may not do long division or whatever when you get older, but I do believe it develops that part of the brain that helps you problem solve and thinks things through. And um, if you want to be a productive member of society if you want to be able to do your job not that that's the pinnacle of things no but it's a part of what your life is going to be and so being a believer doing the best that you're you know yep i think a lot of that what we we've also we've tried to is just lay that foundation of christ and teaching them about god and that's all kind of with god everything you know and I don't know. It's we all we do everything we bring. We bring it all back to the source. Yep, and we do our best. Um, not perfection. No, because we're not. You would not look at our household and be like, "Oh yeah, they got it all figured out." Because we are growing just as much with our kids. Mm -hmm. You know, growing up, both as parents and as believers, and mm -hmm. so it's a process. I would say also add to it that you have to start you're talking about teaching them expectations young and start start that young um, anything that you believe in um, not not that you're um, what's the word trying to, anything that you think is important you start teaching when they're young mm -hmm. um, 
whether it's how you want them to dress or how you want them to sing or you know it's mm -hmm. or how you want them to learn a language it's easier to start when when they're young mm -hmm. um, um, and then another another thing to add to that is um, this scripture that says whatever you do whether in word or deed do it all the glory of God or um, mm -hmm. work as it work at it as, as Colossians three twenty three. Yeah, that's my husband's favorite verse, and um, that was a verse that I used a lot with the kids when they were young. I haven't, I, not as much anymore. I don't know, but I said it a lot. Mm -hmm. Whatever you Pretty do, sure they work at it with after a while. all your heart. Just working for the Lord, not for men. Mm -hmm. That was a verse for us. Mm -hmm. A guidepost, I feel like. By how much do you help in the homeschooling now? I would say it, the way I would word it is not a ton now. Um, they're pretty self-sufficient. Um, if yeah. there is math problems that are way beyond my explaining or actually or anything. Need a different point of view. Yes, because sometimes um, I can, sometimes with the kids, we get frustrated with each other. <laughs> What? And no, I'm like, I just, I just, I can't. In a homeschool and family. so go talk to your dad. Okay. That doesn't happen very often. It's getting, it's gotten better. I've grown a lot. Yeah. Um, patience. God has taught me that every and, year. And I think you've, you've also learned how to see things from a different perspective than you used to. Yes. Uh, you get locked into a, a my way or a, the highway, a track of explaining something. It's like, but we need to explain it differently because that's not how their brain works. Yeah. Um, and we definitely think differently. Um, yeah. My brain definitely works differently than than Tiff's, and so. Wait, married partners too think <laughs> right. differently? That's crazy. God is me. What? It, it's yeah. odd. Um, so yeah. So. And so those times where I can, you know, step in to explain whether it's a problem or a thought process, whatever it is, to help explain in a different format than maybe what was originally being tried. Um, but it's not right. But sometimes I come to you with just how can we do this better? Or right. but and so then we can talk that through and then we move on. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm not I don't have to be overly hands-on, um, which is okay. Mm -hmm. My husband is the principal. And I used to come to him with every problem because every problem is a big problem to me mm -hmm. and uh, we got to a point I just want you to listen I don't need you to solve it mm -hmm. and he's he's hearing less and less problems but um, well because I'm growing and the kids are growing older so there's less Hopefully, less problems. Um, you start dropping them off too, then that just eliminates <laughs> problems or children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These poor listeners. <laughs> Come on, it's funny. Roll with it. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> but he had to come to a realization that I don't want you to fix it. You know, I just want you to listen that this is really frustrating right now. And I just want you to say, I'm sorry, you're right. That would be really frustrating. And um, so we've, we've worked through, through that. Uh, um, 
Thankfully, yes, the problems have gotten smaller. Um, he wasn't, we didn't know math that day. We tried again the next day and I had to be as a teacher. Um, okay, you're not picking it up this way. Let me see if I can explain it another way because Heidi's highway is really good highway. I mean, it's the best way. So you should be on this highway <laughs> and you should be able to pick it up right away. Right. That yeah. Way. Yep. I know that one. Um, so that was a big, big learning curve for the teacher for me. Um, but wait, you're not learning this this way. Okay. let me, how else can I best teach this to you? Cause that would be, to me, that's a good teacher. Mm -hmm. are uh, a sign of a good teacher is being able to be able to teach it to different learning styles. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But I think that's kind of my gifting is teaching. Yeah. I'm not good at other things, but um, I do like enjoy doing that. So that's probably one of the reasons we kept homeschooling because I, I mean there are days like okay that yellow bus goes right by the house that's yeah. it we're this is enough um for the sanity of of everyone but uh no I think this is what we're supposed to do so yeah, yeah. um lot lots of days of packing up things and like we're gonna try that again tomorrow when when everyone's in the had more sleep or or caffeine or something. <laughs> it's a new day. Yeah. Mercies are new every day. Mm -hmm. But you guys never had those days like that, right? That was a perfect house. Oh, God. Mm. Well, I, don't, <laughs> I, I don't know that we... Long pause you, there. Had we ever thought about not doing it, though? So, for me, like... Especially at the big kids at the beginning, if we miss a day, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to get in trouble. Mm -hmm. You kids, I was because I was so concerned that we didn't function <clears throat> and look like a school being public schooled. I had an idea of how school was supposed to be and wanting it for my kids, but yet, I mean, I didn't want that. We wanted to homeschool, and so you wanted to be different, but you wanted it to. But but I, I thought that's school because yeah all it was right. public school and so right. that's what I thought and so I thought it needed to be something more or I thought somebody was going to find out I wasn't doing it quite right and so then um, it was really hard so um, we um, a while ago we had a child who stop doing school for a little bit and that year she didn't finish and that was really hard on me but it was like you know what at this age it'll be okay uh -huh. and she's done fine ever since but it was one of those that's like I had to be okay with that uh -huh. um, because it wasn't going to be worth our relationship to keep pushing her through that uh -huh. and so um, there's a lot of I don't know. I feel like it was just learning and growing, but I don't know if we saved it sometimes, but not as many saving it for the next day if we did. Yeah. 
Yeah, maybe once in a while, but I'm a very solid checklist person. <laughs> there was there's times that we did we saved it or you know put it away for a little bit and maybe worked on it later yeah. in the day. Um, you know things of that nature to to give the brain a break basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, brain breaks. We've had those quite a bit. But. For a while, we had to do a math dance before we came into math because it was just, we knew that, oh, it's math. And just, like, I can't do math. No, you can. Part of the problem in, in our school is is um, just the mental learning how to, no, I can do this. I mm -hmm. And then math would go better. Hmm. So we had we had uh, yeah a math dance like okay I can do this and was it an actual yeah. physical dance? Yep, that it's is fantastic. awesome. I love it. Oh, the person the student didn't. That wasn't. Oh, it was all mom. No, mom never danced. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> who was dancing? <laughs> the student that did student like dances. it was uh, made to not and just it was a silly you know yeah. thing just to lighthearted okay let's change our the way we're approaching this subject and, um it got us through that year or if it was like uh we did math without crying today let's do our math dance you know ah. sometimes i would join in with that student and now that student does not like math anymore but because we do our own school we're not taking higher education math, higher levels of math, and that's okay for her. And mm -hmm. the second, this is funny. Math is my favorite subject. Yes, I know. Mm -hmm. I quit taking math the second I've reached my credits to graduate, hmm. and since I did that in tenth grade, <laughs> going down, going to. I said, "Well, then, why am I doing this?" Yeah. And so, oh, you, I already hit my credits for math. Okay. Then I'm done. Uh, even though that actually was the subject I loved. I do regret that a little bit. Okay. Um, and why did mom let me do that? I have no idea. Um, Probably because she... She's like, well, you didn't like, hit your credits. Well, and you you could do it so well. And I could. And so I was kind of like, yeah. And uh, so that was... That's always an interesting thing for me. Well, and if you wanted to do math later on, she'd be, and you know, if you're going to take math classes in college or go on to whatever, because after you get to a certain point, math goes in different directions. And yep. so mm -hmm. uh, she probably figured, like we were just talking about, that if you're going to, and later in life, if you're going to be chemistry, then, you know, you're going to have to learn that math yep. that way. And that's what we've decided with, with, uh, my daughter is, and you know, if you want to do something that has math, then you'll have to figure out and how to how to do it and and what you need to do. You'll you'll have to pay for that credit then. But right now, it's not worth our time and effort and stress and peace in our house and relationship to try and figure out math. And Unless like, you knew for sure you needed it, like if you knew, like my sister was going to be a nurse, um, and she knew she was heading that direction, so she was her math classes in high school were being tailored to that. Right. We know she's not going to be a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> she may not know that yet. No, we know. We, know. we all know. She faints at the sight of blood. Probably not her first choice. So she's going to, if God miraculously changes that uh, in her, and she's going to be a nurse later, then she'll have to to do that. But, and like I said, I 
you know, wasn't good at math um, in high school, but now it like clicks or, you know, it's, mm-hmm. I can at least, okay, this is pre-algebra. This is why we do this. Or, you know, I can yep. at least explain a few things. So, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't have been able to do that earlier in life. So yeah. I don't know how I got on that subject too, but that was a good one. Good job, guys. Let go. <laughs> I mean, that definitely tails. I it tailspin from something. I don't know where we came from. I have no idea. I feel like this homeschool thing is just. I don't know how we're doing it. It's only by God. That's pretty much been our lives. I don't know. How do you know what we're doing? <laughs> I have had that. What are we doing? Not so much why. I know why we're doing it, but. The am I doing enough mm-hmm. part, and I would think with what you're, you know, that's a okay. Whatever they've said, and then mm-hmm. okay, we are doing enough, but we kind of have a hodgepodge of stuff. And when you're done in three hours, wait, did what'd you miss? Are you not doing? Maybe we should be doing more. That, that's why kindergarten was a struggle for me with the kids, um, like <laughs> pushing to maybe get an hour. Some days we like we got done long before that, and it was like, "Am um, I doing enough?" Yeah. What else should I be doing? Do I need to be adding more? That was a struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, even like the thought process of not having, you know, having math every year for our kid for the kids. That would be that's like outside of my brain capacity. Even now, starting to hear people say all this stuff and i'm like that doesn't make sense <laughs> what do you mean you're not doing math? <laughs> just just do all all the core subjects right. every year just keep it simple and yeah. why are we yeah i called down to this the beginning of this school year i called down to hefner's legacy and i'm like so this is our situation yeah she said you're your own school why are you taking if you don't she's not going to need it or you know you don't know why are, why would you be doing math i'm like oh I love you. If I could reach through the phone, I would hug you right now. So we didn't this year. She did uh, some business math and some um, personal math. and Accounting is a good one. Yeah. Um, it's a math that's not. That is one. Um, and even basic accounting, which is essentially bookkeeping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved accounting. Uh, I did that in college. That but was so much fun. I not going to force her to do that because accounting is a very detail. Like you need to remember decimal points where they are and negative signs or, you know, it's true. It's very detailed. That is not her strong point either. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Then. Maybe that's, later. I was thinking more along the lines of oh. just adding and subtracting and I mean, well, bookkeeping yeah. for yeah. life, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. budgets well, and that, that really is very handy for her. Yeah. You know, and you know, that's why I love the whole, the kids are learning how to teach themselves how to do things. Mm-hmm. And so then when they're adults, they can learn. There's lots of opportunities, lots of things out there that they can, they can learn how to do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's actually one of the greatest benefits I think of, of homeschooling is I mean there's different ways to homeschool so don't get me wrong maybe the way that we do it is a lot of self-teaching along with it um, to where it does really instill a solve your own problem 
um, type of a concept, you know, a little bit of learn where, how to teach yourself, learn how to, teach yourself learn how to figure this out and, and go down that road. Yeah. There's times we're going to stop and be like, Hey, I need some help to figure this out. But, um, it definitely puts a lot on it, the problem solving skills and the, and the self-motivation and the, um, where do I find information and how do I learn, um, that you don't always get, um, maybe in a more traditional format. I, I was thinking about, I think the uh, goal of our school is to, for our children to be not self-educating, but that's not the right word, but, and not to be, um, but to be able to be um, independent learners. Mm-hmm. Well, it took a long time to come up with that word, to be independent learners. And that's not being self-taught, but, and it includes being self-motivated. And so it takes some of the um, pressure off of mom and the teacher. Um, and we, I wasn't successful in, in that and all three of them. Um, but that sure is helpful to be independent. And that's, mm-hmm. and that's the goal, I mean, of parenting really is so that they can I would assume the main goal is to be independent of of parents. Um, He's going to Jesus juke you. <laughs> Jesus juke. Wow. That's <laughs> true, actually. Um, Christ and... I would say our main goal... Um, yeah, is to raise them up in the way they should go, which would be um, a life in service of Christ. Yes. Um, which but that includes, yes. I mean, that's is the independent in the, side comes in. Yeah. yeah. We don't want them to be a Christian just because their parents have been the right. fourth generation of. No, they can only rent their face for so long. Right. Yep. Have I ever told you my philosophy on rent versus own or lease versus own? No, and I was going to go into where, how, what age, then do you call that the age of understanding? Oh, that's a whole different concept. That's right. different because that's... That I think varies a little child. bit with the child. Right. Because some kids will grasp things lots quicker than others. There's, I think the age of understanding varies. You Wait, know, have so. you brought out the Jesus juke yet? What did I already just say um, about that? Did I miss that? <laughs> the Jesus juke was narrowing uh, on the fact first, that our, our, our first our, and foremost priority is to is to raise the raise up in Christ. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I think that's in that does in, encompass being well, in, having their own but, individual faith is under that. Right. Yeah. Just have to verbalize it to make sure that we're on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason it, the only reason is because I do have people that are like the whole goal is to get them to be productive individuals in society. Yes. And well, no, that's not the only goal. Yes. Um, in fact, that's we've a tertiary goal. So many. Yes, we've heard so many people where even that believers. is not even a focus is to raise your child up in the way they should go, and within Christ, within. And wow. so, and we've just, it's always been so sad. And I think that's out one of the things that, so for, it's, it's one of those things that we think about often, but then also 
and very careful in how we word it too, or making sure people know that we are not just doing it. We're doing this. We want to give our kids a good foundation. Man, that was hard to say. <laughs> Sorry. Let's get ready. But we do. And that's just it. It's, um, that is a, a, an important aspect. And ultimately part of that is also telling them that this is, this is what we believe. And ultimately you're going to have to make your own decision on, is this truly what you believe? Um, and at times, I don't know if a child fully realizes their decision that they've made until they leave the home. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there are some that do. Um, I think there's some that think they have. Um, and then they leave the home and realize, eh, maybe I don't. Um, and so and that's tough on parents to realize that we have no control over that aspect. Um, we can only... Um, point them in the direction of Christ and then uh, the Holy Spirit is going to do his work and they get to make that decision in the end for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and it may break our hearts. You know, it breaks the Lord's heart um, if they choose to go a different way. Um, and so it's, that's the tough aspect. Um, I think we, we have a great opportunity and a blessing when we get to homeschool and we get to have those conversations more. Um, and you get to talk through some things that maybe you don't always get to talk through, um, you know, in different formats. Um, but ultimately, in the end, we could do everything right, and they can still choose not to walk in the Lord. Or we could do everything wrong, and they still choose. And they still choose mm-hmm. to walk in the Lord. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The reverse is also true. God is very gracious. <laughs> yeah. What do you say to uh, skeptics who say, well, you're sheltering your child, your children? (laughs) Your giggle. Okay. I I haven't heard that my entire life. (laughs) Why, yes, we are. Um, And and actually, the the, the truth is, yeah, um, we're choosing what to shelter them from. Uh, As a society, we expose our children too early to some things. So many things. uh, And earlier now than ever before. It is really scary. Um, and I was, you know, I, you know, again, being homeschooled my entire life, you know, we were sheltered and so we were going to be weird and antisocial and whatever. And apparently that's what I grew up to be. I don't know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) not a word I would use to describe you. (laughs) Right. Um, weird maybe, but, uh, (laughs) that had nothing to do with homeschooling. (laughs) I got nothing to say on that one. Um, and, and the reality is, is, uh, I don't know why we think sheltering is a bad thing. Um, now if it's, you know, socialization, things of that nature, again, you don't have to go to a organized school structure in order to be socialized. So let's start there. Uh, there's plenty of options, um, for socialization. Um, but then I don't know why we want to be out of control as far as here, go expose them to whatever and then deal with that catastrophe. I think society has proven that that's been an issue. Um, so yeah, we are. Um, well, and our kids, you know, we've talked to our kids about, you know, so there's even some, you know, there's movies out there that we don't let our kids watch. There's a daughter who's 17 years old and there's, you know, technically she can watch Any lots of, them, of, you know, R-rated legally. movies. You know, she could, if she went to the movie theater, she'd be let into anything, but, um, we we've had this conversation with her. Well, 
I'm just, we're holding back. We know that you are a year, or she's less than a year away from making that decision on her own, what she wants to watch and fill her mind with. But I told her, I said, we're kind of just protecting you a little bit longer, letting you grow up a little bit more. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, it's not that they're unaware of the fact of what what's what in it because we've talked about what's in you know like well in that movie there's you know some sexual stuff that we were just we just don't think that you need to see not that yeah and so I've we recently had this conversation with our kids and our oldest is still living at our house and he's you know making choices and um, he hates horror movies and he found that out by going to one and he won't he may do it again but you know he remembers i said i remember a movie i saw when i was 18 a horror movie and i can still see some not so much anymore but i could see that movie for a really really long time Mm -hmm. and i mean the song be careful little eyes what you see um then it's true. Mm-hmm. The rest of the that song, because the father up above is looking down in love. I mean, he's not uh, condemning us, but you know, I mean, don't do it because he's what. <laughs> I mean, there's theology, and then we can go bo- back and forth about it. But it is true. Be careful, little eyes, what you see. Yes. Be careful, little ears, what you hear, and mm-hmm. just those uh, little kid um, church songs where there's some good theology in there. Yeah. So. <laughs> that was quite the dance you did, though. Just saying. Um, Back and forth. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was nice. Try not to. Yeah. But there's truth. I think, you know, one of the things about uh, the cinematic universe, if you will, um, it interacts with us differently than probably any other uh, medium out there, um, which is quite and, and music, though. Music is another one that interacts with us differently as well. But not like. This, uh, not like movies do. Not like. Oh, you think? As far as that, the way they ingrained and we learn from them, like music directs us emotionally. Yeah. Uh, Temperament wise. Uh, movies direct us. Um, it's, it's 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 what it ingrains images into your head. It ingrains. Um, Emotions come and go, but the visual is there for a yeah. long time. And I think both are important to pay attention to and to. Because what we listen to also matters and what we yes. see matters. And, and so both are important aspects. Um, but yeah, so getting back to the question of do we shelter our kids? Sure. Uh, that's kind of not, I don't think in an unhealthy way, though, in which that question um, is aimed at. Um, and that's, I think, the key thing is you're, it's controlled exposure. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reality is, is we need to let go more and more and more as they get older and expose them to more things because the world is quite harsh. Um, and that's just the reality of it. Um, and not everybody believes what we believe. Um, not everybody acts the way we act. or And so they're going to have to come to terms with that. But we don't have to expose them to that at five. Yeah. Um, but deciding when is okay to – that's a – yeah, I That's had that. Parents' prerogative. Yeah, I had that question. We can't shelter them forever. You're right, but at five, I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, because there's even some movies that we definitely like 
our 13 year old, he's not watching. And, you know, there's some, and, and even, you know, music in our household, we only listen to Christian music. Now we do listen to like soundtracks of movies because what's the difference between watching the movie, (laughs) having the soundtrack. We had that realization as a kid. It's really cool. Why can't I listen to all these Disney soundtracks? I could just play the movie and listen to them then. Why? Okay, sure. so that's where we had a conversation, <laughs> right. and uh, okay, I our hear you. you lovely. I know. So, the growing and the yeah. point the errors of our logic. So yeah, but yeah, but that's why in our household we only do Christian music, really. 